Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on! Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. 402-403-9478. More uh, Pat GPT coming tomorrow um, with some of our techs. I was going to do it today, but they're in my office and I can't go over there. My headphone oh. cord's not long enough. So, oh. yeah. So tomorrow we'll have Pat Darn. GPT. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we'll just have to... Have to suffer through we'll one just, more day. I'll have to suck it up and wait. Yeah. Uh-huh. One more day. One more day. Um, I don't know if we talked about this, but last week I was uh, there was a... Uh, Twitter thread that I read that was written by an actress in, in Hollywood, Keith Carradine's daughter. Yes. Is we, who it was. I, think, I don't know if we talked about it off, off or on, but I remember we talked about it. And, and she had mentioned something about there's going to be a writer's strike, um, the streaming of shows and the way that they're paying. Remember, remember we went through this with musicians when the music, oh, yeah. you know, and they had to figure out a different model because people weren't buying music anymore. So how are people getting their music and who's paying for the writers? Yeah. Like the whole Naps, the whole Napster generation kind of transformed that whole industry. It it kind it did. It did mm-hmm. and and uh, and also it's evolved just because you know like everybody still has 9 million songs from Apple that you paid 99 cents a piece for and you don't have to buy music anymore. You can just you can play anything anytime mm-hmm. without a, a cost. Um, and that's kind of what's happened with TV shows and uh, movies is everything's on demand anymore, right? And uh, if you watch Netflix, they do their own original content, but you might only pay, you know, like eight bucks a month or nine bucks a month, whatever plan that you happen to have. Um, and somehow they have to figure out how to cut some corners. And one of the things that she pointed out that they were going to start doing is changing the way like like regular serial shows are done. So if you watch a drama and it, it has a, like pick a TV show and I don't know, whatever uh, family show or Grey's Anatomy or anything like that. You have this cast of characters. It was an ensemble cast or friends would be a really good example, but instead of having all the friends show up in every episode, there'd only be two or three friends that would show up in each episode. Okay. And, and so you'd have one or two main characters and then other ones would come in, like one would be in this episode, but then wouldn't show up again for three episodes. And so all the rest of the cast are part-time Interesting. and they get paid like day, Day, day pay or whatever their day, day actors yeah. and so it severely cuts the rate of pay for the actors but that's the only way they could afford to have this ensemble cast is to do that and yeah. the the actors are pushing back and the writers are pushing back and all this and lo and behold today the strike was announced and the, so the strike is going on and probably the first way that we'll notice it if you watch anything that's live or scripted late night television in particular will probably be the first thing that goes dark Interesting. Yeah. Well, I remember when and, Letterman had a they had a writers strike back in the '90s, and they kept going, but they didn't have writers. Like they had they had people. They now they could use the internet, but they had people write in stuff, like fans write in things for them to talk about on letters, and that's how they did it. And it actually became a bit for Letterman. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me throw this one at you because then then we were just talking about Pat GPT. So who 
uh, and I saw there was an article about that, about using GPT for, for things. And somebody said, listen, I don't think people are going to lose their jobs to artificial intelligence, but I think people that use artificial intelligence are going to take their jobs. Yes. And it's like, okay, so if you don't, my dog is barking. Teddy! <laughs> oh my God. So if you, wow. So if you <laughs> embrace it and learn how to use it, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. You, 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 you will roll for it. But if you push, push back, somebody else is going to know how to use it and they're going to step in. So it's not going anywhere. Like it's not going to go so away. Who's going to be the one that asks chat GPT to write the Kimmel show? It probably, people probably already have that. And, that, and right? honestly, that could be a reason why they're not, if this strike lasts for a long time, it could be, they've probably been thinking about this leading up to this point. Uh, I know a lot of companies that are, you know, that have writers and whatever are using chat GPT to say, okay, how can we make them help them with yeah. their job and become more efficient? And I bet they've so, been planning on this. The writers may have just written themselves into a corner. They can't get out of. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to be careful. It's, it's kind of interesting. So we'll see how this rolls. Um, but yeah, if you do watch anything that's scripted live, that kind of stuff. Oh my God. Teddy. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Let's just roll on. Um, We have a guest uh, that we need to get to. uh, And and if you've uh, listened to Pat and JT over the years, this is going to be somebody you're very familiar with. We just haven't had a chance to see them in a long time. That's coming up next. Centrist Federal Credit Union. We got to say thanks to you first. That's right. Um, Have you been to on their website? And if Mm -hmm. you haven't, uh, I know you have, but they have an area on there called their financial wellness section. And really, it's got it's got great stuff for adults, but it's got great stuff for kids, like some videos and exercises and things like that to help uh, teach how to manage your money. Um, some great start off lessons, and it's good for adults too. Yeah, good refresher <laughs> course. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So you can pop in to their website, take a look around. If you want to talk to somebody in person, they're more than happy to do that. They love to have you stop by. Maybe making maybe maybe make an appointment. I don't know. That's yeah. Well, there aren't many but, banks. So you can go onto your Apple, your app, your map and say uh, Centrist near me. And, and it's something shows up because they're local. They're here. In and town. it's not just an ATM. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's actual human. Uh, you can. So it's CentristFCU.org or 402-334-7000. So it's been, a, it's been a hot minute since we've actually talked to the guys at Mustaches for Kids. Um, and Chris Kobe's with us this morning. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, Pat and JT. <laughs> Hi. When was the last time we were together? I'm going to, I'm going to assume it was pre COVID. It had like mm-hmm. 17, 16, um, 17, 18, somewhere in there. Yeah. So that sounds about right. I know we were down in the studio on Dundee and. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's been that. No, yeah. I, I'm so glad. And it's weird. Cause it's like, we have a mutual friend and he was all excited because he takes part in, uh, your guys' activities, which we're going to get into a little bit more, but everybody knows what you guys do. Um, but, uh, Warren Witted is a friend and yeah, he's a former, uh, former rookie of the year warren is Whitted. he really yeah oh my goodness well now I, I didn't know that he doesn't wear that badge around i gotta <laughs> hmm. so i gotta watch him because he's excited because he's ready to roll um and he he just kind of said hey do you think you know because i do this every year and and i'm just wondering if we could talk about it on your on your podcast and then he mentioned you know mustaches for kids and i'm like oh my god we've known those guys since oh yeah all started <laughs> I think when we first came on the show was at least 10 years ago. Yeah. I'm going to go Perez with used to come on your show every year and recruit growers. Yep. Yes. Yes. And, and two things that I remember uh, really vividly is one is that you guys 
every year raise an incredible amount of money and you always are able to make it just one notch higher every year. Um, and that you are the, the I'm going to say the best in the country at doing this. We are. Yeah. The Omaha chapter of mustaches for kids is the top chapter in the country and has been for about nine years now. That is amazing. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Do you remember the very first one you did? Um, I, I was looking at your website, you guys raised $23,000 and I think you were all just blown away. Oh, we thought it was incredible. When we thought when we started this thing, we wanted to beat the Iowa City chapter and Iowa City had raised fifteen hundred dollars. So we got together. We wanted 12 dudes, ended up getting about 30. We call them the original Dirty 30. And uh, we raised 23 and we sat back and we're like, oh, my gosh, that's the most. Money. That's so much money. Twenty three thousand dollars is incredible. And what did you raise last year? Last year, we raised over a million dollars. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so cool. It's, it's, it's so cool. And by people the, ask how, and I don't know the answer. And if you're the number one <laughs> chapter, like by how much? Like how much you've blown the other chapters? Actually, up? some other chapters really, we, we, we've got a, a real collaboration now. I'm also the president of Mustaches for Kids America. So we've kind of uh, started collaborating and launching new chapters. And so some other chapters have stolen some ideas from us. We've borrowed from them. And Richmond, Virginia, who's really awesome, they were at 750 last year. And they jumped up. They've doubled their number in about three years. So we've got some folks on our heels. Um, iron sharpens iron, right? Yes, that's exactly right. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, tell a little bit about what you guys do and, and why you do that. And uh, it's such a life changing amount of money for organizations. Yeah. So we started the Omaha chapter of Mustaches for Kids uh, 15 years ago. Uh, Adam Perez, guy here in town, saw the concept and started the Omaha chapter. And what we do is uh, we get a whole bunch of dudes together. This year, we're hoping for about 300 or so dudes. And then uh, we pick a day this year. It's May 4th, this Thursday. We shave completely clean. No goatees, no mutton chops, nothing. Just completely clean. And then for 30 days, we grow just a mustache. Nothing else. <laughs> just the stash. And if you do that, people will often say, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? Why does your face look like that? And then we say, oh, I'm glad you asked. I'd love to have you donate to my mustache. And then all that Donate's money goes mustache. to a local children's charity. Uh, and, then, uh, and then the whole thing just kind of grows and gets away from you. That is fantastic. Who are you guys working with this year? So we've changed up our model in the last few years. We started raising so much money that we were pricing ourselves out of a bunch of the smaller charities that we started this thing to help. And so we started in the, in the COVID year. We split up to eight different charities that year. Our model changes every year. This year, we've got one main charity partner. It's completely kids. Um, they're awesome. They, they are in a lot of schools doing after school programming and tutoring. But what one of the flagship programs for completely kids is their weekend food program. So they stuff bags for about 860 kids now every other week. And those kids will go in on Friday, take that food home for the weekend. For a lot of kids, it's, it's maybe the most food they're going to have until they get back to school. Um, and we're going to hopefully help them double that program. Um, they need some more space. They need some more storage. Um, they got it's all volunteer run on the on the packing side. It's an awesome machine. So that's our main charity. And then we have four bonus charity partners. So we're giving some money to each of these four charities, Micah House, uh, Down Syndrome Alliance of the Midlands, Angel Guardians, Inc. And Gotta Be Me. How cool. How cool. So uh, you need to you and Pat need to have a conversation. Um, Pat, we were talking to him about I think he should join it this year. Yeah. I, I really do. Um, and he needs to, I know he's got some, uh, I don't know, some, some things he has to get past in order to do it. One of them being his wife. Um, <laughs> and she likes the, she likes the more aggressive Pat. Like she likes the mustache. Is that what the mustache brings out? Yeah. Well, it's Darren's my alter ego, Darren. So it's that when I have nice. the mustache, it's Darren. So she doesn't mind Darren at all. Um, it's not like we make out all the time anyway. So it's like, she doesn't mind, but you're about to, I know. <laughs> 
uh, once I get through that itchy stage, watch out. Uh, but we have like some pictures in a couple weeks. So I'm waiting for the all. go ahead. But I think I think we should be okay. I, how many guys? Because here's what I'm not afraid of. This is what I'm longing for. Like if I get to that point, I'm 30 days out, and I'm like, how many guys keep it for the long haul? Like past the. You know, a handful of guys do that. We've got a guy who sh- who raises his money um, and then he keeps his mustache until clean shave of the next year. Uh, there's a couple guys that will do that. I kept mine around one time until like July and I thought maybe I'll just be mustache Chris now. Yeah. And and then my wife, who's very clever and very supportive, said, you realize that you're just giving it away for free now. Oh, very good point. I was like, oh, man, that's really good logic. So yeah, right? it loses its novelty if I have it all the time. That's a good point. So I shave. But similar to, to Darren, um, my wife always says that she doesn't mind the mustache. She doesn't like how I act with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just brings that out. It's, I don't know what yeah, it is. No, it's like a, it's like I, start wearing, I start wearing a lot more denim on denim. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... There's a lot of uh, I just start I, I pick up skills that I didn't know I had. I walk around with nunchucks sometimes mm-hmm. in the office. Yeah, I start dipping. Huh. I dip. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That just it just shows up in your pants. It does. It's it's just, you wake up after that mustache gets a certain length, and you all That's of a sudden right. just have skull in your pants. That's right. <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> oh my god. So so if the if you're thinking about doing it, so as we speak, it is the second of May. Yes. So the kickoff in two days. Um, if somebody wants to do this, do they need to do anything in advance? Do they show yeah. up with you guys yeah. on, and where are you guys going to be on the fourth? So our, so it starts with a clean shave kickoff on May 4th. That's going to be a two fine Irishman, uh, to register, to, to show up. So we know you're coming. We have a t-shirt and a swag bag for you, uh, M4K Omaha.com, or if you just search mustaches for kids, we're the first one that pops up. You click that registration button, you pay your stash tax, uh, and you're in and a clean shave. will tell you all about how this works, how to raise the money. Um, mostly it's just, it's just have a good time. We have weekly checkpoints at different, uh, local establishments, which are not an excuse to get together once a week and drink beer and say it's for the kids. No, not at all. Uh, not at all. And then, uh, and then the culmination is, is stash bash. So June 3rd down at the slowdown, we have a massive costume party. We have celebrity judges. Uh, it's the, the awards are sponsored by Godfather's pizza. The Godfather's one of our judges every year. Uh, it is, it is literally the best night of your year. And I don't care if you got married or had a kid, like, <laughs> And you don't have to say that out loud, but you will think to yourself the next day, that was the, the most incredible thing I've ever done in my life. And I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't oversell Stash Bash. It, it, it's, that, it's that epic. Yeah, you guys have grown it into just iconic level, um, which is impressive because every year you think there's no way they can do better this year. Mm-hmm. And they do better the next year. Um, and then also for the people who aren't participating by growing the stash, uh, you want to donate to somebody. Do you guys have like, is there going to be like a... I don't know. I want to say like a lineup or something where people can go check out the the people that are participating. How do people donate to people? How do they find somebody to donate to? There's a huge red button on our website that says donate now. You can't miss it. Uh, that'll take you into a page where you can pick a grower. Uh, and then every grower <laughs> has their own. See, I forget we use these words like they're everyday words. I forget that normal this is people. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so every grower has their own page. So, uh, you know, uh, Pat, you'll be able to go in and customize it, update your pictures because the donors want to see want to see you suffer. The first week, ten days, two weeks, it's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some guys are like, oh, I can't grow mustache, and then they try, and and they're right, they can't. But <laughs> uh, but I think those guys have an easier time raising money. You know, two weeks from now, I'll have a mustache, and it will be out of place, and people will ask me about it. But it's not like you know, walk to the other side of the street mustache. Um, yeah. Like, so, so those guys I think have it easier when it's really nasty, uh, which we have an award for nastiest stash. So there's something <laughs> for everybody. 
I love it. I I think Darren needs to jump jump on this. I'm I really do. yeah. I'm thinking. I haven't, I haven't seen I think, Darren for a minute, and this gives me a reason not instead of just the middle of July to be a crazy person to have a mustache. <laughs> this gives me an actual reason to have one. Just yes, exactly. Yeah. And and I think that honestly, family pictures with the stash would create an amazing story mm-hmm. for the future. Yeah, yeah. I had my son's going to be 11 this May. He's never had a birthday without me and with a mustache and he may never have one. Um, so that is, that's uh, cool. That's, that's, you're right. That's a cool story. It is. Yeah. It's just, I have one more cool story. Um, so last year, Friday afternoon before stash bash, we were, we were approaching that million and about midday, I thought we're going to be close enough that we're going to, we're going to, I think we'll get there. But then it took a long time and it was like eight 30, nine o'clock at night. My board's all in the basement. We're planning the next day out and we are so close to that million. We're all watching the screen and finally a donation hits and it goes over a million and we had a little cheer. We were kind of tired. Um, and I looked to see who the donation was from. And it was a donation from my nine-year-old son, Finn, who had been watching this from the other side of the room, waiting for us to, to jump over a million. And before I could get emotional about it, my wife informed me that there was a cake that they made for us for when we got to a million dollars. And he wanted the cake so bad. He went to my <laughs> wife and said, can we just give them money so I can have that's cake? awesome. So don't get too choked up about the sentiment of my nine year old. It was all about the cake. I'm like, Man, you, raised, you raised him right. And then <laughs> took a turn. He saw it. It's like the shortest distance for me to get to that cake. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Donate. <laughs> that cake cost me a hundred damn dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That's fantastic. All right. Thanks so much for popping in, first off. No, thank um, you guys so much for having me. You guys have been such a great friend of the organization over the years. I hope at least one of your listeners says, I heard you on Pat and JT, uh, th- then it will have all been worth it. But even even just to kind of have people hear about us, because when you hear about us for the first time, yeah. there's always this, that sounded kind of like a satire piece. Like, mm-hmm. we're not sure we're not sure if that's a real thing. That's real. Is so this really real? Just about it is awesome, and we appreciate you guys. Well, hopefully yeah. you guys can check back in with us. Um, along the way and then uh, we can remind everybody too about the the stash bash at the end of everything to see how yes. it rolls how everything works out that's awesome all right i'll be looking for your registration pat i can sound darren 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 no that's right that's right darren <laughs> not, yet. Thanks. not yet not yet no not I yet meet darren oh you will <laughs> thanks chris i'm gonna hang with darren <laughs> yeah. you? I know. all right gotta go thanks so much buddy thanks, we'll, we'll talk to you soon thank you guys uh rate review and subscribe our podcast to our podcast share with your friends whether they have mustaches or not Pat and jt podcast a huda media production